everyone, welcome to season 2 of Essosa's Corner. And with me today is someone who has a huge passion for people development, especially among youngsters. And this has inspired him to form an NGO which is called Let Us Rebuild Africa. This NGO is focused on developing and building the entrepreneurial spirits among young champs and also strengthening the survival spirit in them to prepare them for life's challenges and so many things they're going to face along the way so guys let's make welcome pious pious is good to have you here so pious before we proceed i have a question to ask how did you start how did you know the path to take right after your university days because so many people are struggling with this they don't know what to do so please give us an insight on how you started first of all let me say i feel so honored to be the first guest on Esosa's corner that is more than winning an award for me to be uh, very honest so i'll go straight to the question i'll be very honest that immediately in my university, I did not have everything figured out about what was the next step or series of steps to take. But one thing I was setting off was that I was going to be a great success. And something that always inspired and propelled me right from the onset was achieving great feats at a young age. Also, I'm not trying to sound religious, is a Bible verse I hold on to very closely, which is Jeremiah 29, verse 11. And the verse goes thus, For I know the thoughts I have towards you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil, so that ye might have an expected end. With this at the back of my mind, I knew that I had to always be prepared to seize any and every opportunity that will push me into that desired success path I had envisioned for myself. So this brought me to the question of what the opportunities that are bound around me at the time. In answering this question, so many things crossed my mind, right from getting retained at the bank I was serving at that time as a club member, I thought of business opportunities, I thought about relocating, I thought about pursuing certifications. All these thoughts actually made me very restless as to, okay, what exactly should be that thing I should pursue as pious at this point in time. During the same period, I had a couple of friends that uh, both my peers and also my mentors, because amongst my friends, most of them are older than me. So I, I was always having career and life fulfillment conversations with them on a periodic basis. And before long, I figured out that the closest and most realistic opportunity around me was getting retained in the bank I was serving at the time. So I, I focused on that, gave it my best shot. It was a very rigorous process, but on the long run, out of about 90 of us that were call members serving with the bank at the time, only about 11 of us, only 11 of us, I remember, were absorbed into the organization. And this opportunity that was seized by me at that point in time, I would say, 
puts me right on track on that path to becoming a great success. Wow, speaking about taking advantage of opportunities that come your way, I think this should be a default setting for everybody because it's, it's key. It's key in everything we do. We should be ready when opportunities come our way. And um, secondly, Pius, you made mention of mentorship. Could you please throw more light on that? How did mentorship play a major role in your journey? Was it something you took seriously? Do you think it's important to have a mentor? Talking about mentorship, I've always surrounded myself with friends that are fun, but more importantly, friends that take achieving greatness very seriously. So amongst my friends, I'm one of the youngest, as most of them are significantly older than me. And this is actually deliberate. Hence, my mentors are within my friendship circle. Some of my friends today occupy high leadership positions in different corporate institutions. Right from my early career days till date, I periodically engage with them to seek guidance and direction, especially when facing challenges and tough situations. I'll say this has been very beneficial to me, as there is virtually no obstacle or challenge a man will face that hasn't been faced by another before. So most times, upon sharing my pain points, I get to realize that either my mentors or someone very close to them have experienced a similar or even worse situation. So it was a case of me getting direction and focus from an experiential point of view and not from a textbook perspective. I will implore every young person to have a mentor as the corporate or the business world is a battleground that is for the survival of the fittest and the elimination of the unfit. So just as sports people have a coach, it is key to have someone that will coach us to remain strong and triumphant in the battlefield of life. So the next question, <laughs> so Pius, they call me the questionnaire and I'm ready to pick your brains today. So, um, in your journey, did you encounter any form of challenge? Were there challenges? Were there, was there a moment you felt like throwing everything away and, say, and saying to yourself, you know what, I am done, I am giving up, I'm frustrated and tired. Did you have low moments like that? And if you did, how were you able to come out of those low moments? Challenges. Well, I have had my own fair share of challenging moments. For the sake of this uh, platform, I'll share the one that I think that most of our audience will be able to learn from. So while I was working for a particular organization, they had this form of appraisal system whereby employees across a particular grade are ranked from top to bottom. So during the appraisal period, during a particular appraisal period, 
had had a rough relationship with my direct boss and perhaps since I wasn't in her good books, she never really spoke about my contributions amongst her fellow uh, managers in the organization. And the ranking system was such that a group of top managers will rank the employees based on their supervisor's appraisal score and also how other managers perceive the employees to have fed during the appraisal review period. At the end of that whole system, among the employees in my grade, I was ranked next to the last person. We were about 30 of us on that same grade. That result shattered me. It almost made me think less of myself, that I wasn't good enough and I wasn't bringing my best foot forward. I recall having a conversation with one of my mentors during this period for over four hours on a particular weekend. That mentor of mine encouraged me to keep pushing forward, that she knows I'm a performer, I should brace up, I should not allow the perception or judgment of others define who I am. Fast forward to the next appraisal cycle, same organization, same appraisal system, but by then, my relationship with my boss had improved. And then she even confirmed to me that she speaks about what I was doing in the team amongst her fellow uh, managers. And lo and behold, at the end of this new appraisal cycle, I was ranked number one amongst my peers. The funny thing was that deep down in me, I knew that I had worked extremely harder the previous year compared to this current year. The moral of this lesson is that do not allow people's perception or impression of you define who you are. We all have that greatness or uniqueness in us. You just need to believe in yourself and refuse to allow anything kill your confidence. What an experience. That's 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 scary. If I was in your shoes, I don't know what I would have done. Hmm. Now, Pius, there's so many people out there that have done the needful. They've gone to school. Is it book? They've read all the books. They have two or even three certificates. They have certifications here and there. They've done the needful, but things are not working for them. It's not like some people say, ah, work hard, work smart. They've done it all, but then nothing is working. So I would like to ask Pyrus, what are those uncommon things you did or you are doing that has helped you or that has given you an edge, that has taken you to where you are today? What are those extra things you did? Please help us. We want to know. So my opening statement spoke a bit on this. One thing as a young person is to first of all have the mindset that you are destined for success. No matter the door that seems to be shutting at the moment, it is just going to make the success story sweeter. With this at the back of your mind, you will not find yourself in that self-pity zone. Because in today's world, a lot of young people are in this self-pity zone. And when you're in the self-pity zone, it can make you go to the wrong places for comfort. 
you see some people going to different vices for comfort some going to drinking some going to smoking hemp and other things that people smoke these days some going to sporadic sexual relationships with people right and so many other wrong things but as against further destroying yourself by putting yourself in that self-pity zone and going to the wrong places for soccer you have to believe in you that you have been shaped for success and with this in your mind just believe that that opportunity is going to come because opportunities actually do come you just have to turn on that antenna to be able to identify those opportunities when they come and when they do come make sure you exploit everything in that opportunity to push you further in that right path of of greatness one step i have taken as regards identifying opportunities and exploiting opportunities is to make sure that my interpersonal relationships with both peers, superiors and support, subordinates, either in the workplace, in an academic setting or whatever setting it is at all, is top notch. Because trust me, people refer people for jobs, contracts, businesses. That is the world we are in today. For my own life example, the last two places I worked in, I did not know about those opportunities. It was just those that I had good friendship or good relationship with that reached out to me and said, hey, are you interested in this? I saw it. It was a great opportunity. I prepared hard for the opportunity. And thankfully, I was able to exploit that opportunity. And that is why today I can share it with us as a learning point. So please don't hide yourself in your shell. Build that relationship with people and keep believing and trusting that the opportunity will come and make sure you are prepared for that opportunity when it finally do come. Relationship cannot be overemphasized. That is what I have picked from that last point. Then identifying opportunities and taking advantage of those opportunities, it's key. You can't, it's not negotiable. Having good relationship with people, it's it's a must-do for everybody. No matter the stage you are, no matter the level you've gotten in life, try as much as possible not to burn bridges. Hmm. Guys, hope you're jotting this down, no? Okay? So, in conclusion, we are rounding up soon, and we are coming to the end of today's episode. Pius, just what's... Just leave us with one or two words of advice. What's your advice for for people out there? What do you think they should do? Just in few words. So I have itemized uh, my advice for young people into eight points. Firstly, irrespective of your religion, I will advise that we commit all that we do into the hands of our Creator because we did not create ourselves. And we need to keep reminding God that we are doing all we can to be successful so that he too can bless the works of our hands. And you cannot deceive yourself. You have to really be pushing and giving life your best shots. 
Number two, have a positive mindset that failure is not an option. With this mindset, every time you experience a setback, you will have a different approach in handling such situation without missing out on the learning points. Number three, keep improving yourself, either academically, pick up a new skill, learn a new language, read up on current things happening in the world, especially as it relates to your chosen career path or business. And if you work, learn faster and smarter ways of carrying out your daily tasks and activities. Number four, do not hide in your shell. You need to socialize smartly. What do I mean? Have conversations regularly with friends with a great mindset. Let people know if you need a change of job or contract or going into a new line of business. This is a new world where referral goes a long way and is capable of opening great doors. Number five, get a mentor. Either a person you can meet with regularly or identify some successful people that can inspire you for greatness. Mind you, this doesn't mean you need to copy them, but rather to learn from their past mistakes and secrets to their success. It is easier to learn from a mistake that wasn't experienced by you, trust me. Number six, work on your sense of identifying opportunities that are bound around you. Number seven, when you identify these opportunities, act immediately and strategically on how you can explore them to push you further into the path of greatness. And lastly, number eight, do not procrastinate. So everyone, thank you for listening to today's episode. Pius, thank you for coming on this episode. It has really been insightful personally for me. So um, you can send in your comments through voice messages. You can send an email to esosascorner at gmail.com. Esosascorner is spelled E-S-E-O-S-A-S-C-O-R-N-E-R. I go again. E-S-E-O-S-A-S-C-O-R-N-E-R. Esosascorner at gmail.com send your comments send your questions if you have further questions for pious you can send it to that email address or you could just send voice messages thank you so much for listening and have a great week ahead